Hello, America, and all points around the globe. In just a hot New York minute, Firefox News Online will give you the Grand Tour opening. So let's see here. How can we do this? How can we get you in the mood? Maybe if I start with, oh, I don't know. Uh, I click the right item here. Let's start with the opening. Ta-da! Whoops. I forgot something. Hold on. There. Just a little forgetfulness on my part. Uh, Let me see. Now, enter the intro. It would help if I started from the beginning, right, folks? (laughs) Now. Oopsie. Hold on a second, folks. I forgot something. Okay. This. Okay, here we go. All right, let's get this show on the road. It's time, as you just heard, for Talking Points. Well, here's the deal. Here's what's going on. Apparently, Pennsylvania is back in play with election irregularities. There's a big problem there. Oh, yes. Apparently, not one Republican ballot is going through the system. In fact, to be more precise, according to One American News, Pennsylvania voting machines are caught rejecting GOP ballots. Now, this report is reigniting claims of election fraud. And I've got the story. I'll read the whole thing in a little while. But, but holy shit, you mean to tell me that in all of this insanity, it happens during a primary Hmm. So let's see. Voter fraud allegations, election fraud allegations in the 2020 election. Nobody seems to give it any credence. They claim Biden won the election, which he did not, in my opinion. And this is starting to reignite the whole election slash voter fraud fight because apparently somebody is, well, finding out that These machines are not in favor of Republicans. (sighs) Can you say election Election voter fraud? I'm sure you can. I'm sure you can. Believe me, I am saying it loud and clear. Look, President Trump and a whole lot of folks said voter fraud, voter fraud, election fraud, election fraud. And everybody kept saying, no, that's not possible. No, that didn't happen. Plausible deniability, my ass. Uh, Let me just say for the record that I think this whole thing is a fucked up mistake. That sounds like a Democrat, right? Gee, I hope I sounded like a Democrat. Then I could actually play one on TV. But that's the problem. I don't want to play a liberal on TV. 
Although I could, I could probably play Sleepy Joe in his younger years with his brain cells still partially intact. But I digress. Anyway, look, it's real simple. Election slash voter fraud. How hard is it to investigate? Well, now, thanks to Pennsylvania, thanks to what's happening there, I say we need a proper and full investigation from an independent source. And every state that is a battleground state needs to submit to this investigation. They need to audit every single ballot, period. I mean, come on, America, ridiculous. Okay? It's not hard to figure out. It's not rocket science. Trump's up by thousands upon thousands upon thousands of votes, and then all of a sudden, all at once, splat. His lead is being sucked up dry. (laughs) Come on, America. Think about it. Now, of course, there is the, uh, now the more recent stuff with Pennsylvania, and during a primary, the machines rejecting GOP ballots. So, hello, now that's happening? When are we going to see a proper investigation? I keep asking this question. I'm not going to sit here and say it's not a worthy question to ask because it is. Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, whatever other battleground states at the time. If you're a battleground state, audit the damn election from 2020. It's time to shit or get off the fucking pot. It's time to get your ass out of your face and park it in a chair and put your face to the grindstone and start going ballot after ballot after ballot, checking the addresses, checking everything. And America, that bill that Congress wants to put forward, that they passed in the Congress but still languishes in the Senate, let it fucking languish there. H.R. 1 is going to take away states' rights when it comes to elections. That's not going to happen, okay? And it shouldn't happen, and it must not be allowed to happen, all right? The Democrats are trying to rewrite everything this country is all about. They're trying to rewrite our history. They're trying to rewrite our very existence as a nation. They're trying to rewrite every fucking thing. They're even trying to circumvent, and in some cases they have succeeded, our First Amendment rights, our Second Amendment rights. Democrats don't give a flying fuck about you or me. They don't care, okay? They're even willing to let their militant army, Antifa and BLM, respectively, control everything that happens. Do to us what they are not willing to do themselves. Rob, loot, plunder, pillage, whatever. But you get the idea, right, folks? I don't have to sit here and explain it to you. But I I feel like my words are falling on deaf ears. So here's what I want you to do, America. I want you to go to your neighbors. If they are liberals, I want you to stand right in their face and say, excuse me. Be polite about it, but say, excuse me. Everybody on the left has denied voter fraud and denied election fraud. Now, 
there's something happening in Pennsylvania where GOP ballots have been rejected by the voting machines. Every single Republican vote rejected. If that were to happen to Democrat votes, what would you want done? I'm willing to bet that there isn't going to be a Democrat alive that sits down and says, well, we want a proper investigation. We want a full investigation. We want to know the truth. We want to know what's happened. Well, guess what? That's what we want. Now, I'm not a Republican. I'm an independent, but I'm a conservative. And I do vote Republican because I will never vote Democrat, as I've said many times on this broadcast. But here's the problem, America. You're out there just like I am. You're at risk just like I am. So get motivated. It's time to tell our senators, our congress members, enough is enough. You want to push H.R. 1? Bullshit. Don't push that shit in my face. Because it is a waste of time. It nationalizes. It federalizes our election system entirely. And what I don't need is my election system being done that way. Now, one final item in my talking points. South Carolina has just signed open carry for that state. Yes, open carry in South Carolina. 46 states now have open carry. 46 states out of 50. The four remaining states that do not are probably liberal-run states. It's time to see the writing on the wall, Democrats. This is constitutional. This is the way it is. Our Second Amendment says a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. And what has New York State done? 2013, the New York Safe Act. Other states run by Democrat governors, run by liberals, infringe on our Second Amendment rights day in, day out. Well, it's time they took a page from the 46 states that have now gone open carry. Time to drop the SAFE Act in New York. Governor Cuomo, your infringing on our Second Amendment rights is disgusting, to say the least. So, America, let's face our new state's rights issue. It's called open carry. And you know the liberal Democrats in Washington are going to sit down and go, we're going to let them get away with that. We're the government and we control the country, not the state. Yes, I know. That sounds more like a liberal Democrat, doesn't it? (laughs) Almost sounds like Joe Biden. Open carry in South Carolina. I want to talk about that first. That's the first item up for tonight. And then we'll go into what happened with Pennsylvania. Hashtag FFNOP. Hashtag FFNOP. Trend this broadcast all over the globe on social media right now. And with that having been said, it is now time, as always, for the rest of the story. All right, America. Whoops. How you doing? 
<clears throat> Hope everyone's having a wonderful hump day. Or did you have a really bad humped day? Well, only time will tell because you still have, at least in the Northeast, just under two hours before the day is over. Three hours in the Central and so on like that. Okay. And before I go to the phone lines at 347-945-5747, let me just say howdy-do to the guys on the Mixler radio side. That would be Mike, the crazy Cajun in Louisiana, and, of course, that gun-toting, happiest-shooting kind of a guy, gunslinger, and, of course, to the lovely ladies watching by way of Twitch.tv, Cherokee Rose, and Iggy Mom, uh, all of of whom said hello to me while the talking points was in progress. But I wanted to say a proper hello live on the air. So there. Mm -hmm. Now that I've got that taken care of, let's see here. Let me see now. The crazy Cajun. Oh, come on. Open the mic up. There we go. Open Mike's mic. Now for gunslingers. That's better. I didn't quite click in the right spot, I guess. All right. So, how are you guys doing tonight? Mike, how are you doing down there in the uh, in, in the Bayou State? Very, very wet. Right, Gun? Well, it kind of stopped the wetness today, but it was supposed to have some more wetness tonight, so it ain't over yet. <laughs> oh. Jeez, I, I guess I guess I shouldn't say that. Shouldn't mention the fact that we were in the up in, in the mid to upper sixties, and no, no, in the morning, and by midday we were at seventy-five degrees and sunshine and nice breezes, and that that would that would to mention that would would probably be very very un, uh, uh, not so nice. Yeah, well, I, actually, the sun came for today. We got a little break in the rain, and I think it hit about 75 ish somewhere in there today. But another front's moving in tonight, so it's going to have some more rain. Uh, we probably got nine yeah, inches. Uh, oh, wow. Heavy stuff. 929 area code, go. Oh, yeah, goodbye. Okay. If uh if that's all they're gonna do all if that's all he's gonna do, then he can go suck on a fucking garden hose. And see if he can get a golf ball through it. Alright. <laughs> so, hey, now wait a minute. That's what my ex girlfriend said. You suck a golf ball through <laughs> Uh, no comment. And how often do you hear a journalist say no comment? I mean, seriously. Um, so, yeah, my, uh, a cousin of mine who lives in South Carolina uh, brought up 
on Facebook that South Carolina is now an open carry state. And, you know, I'm like, that's, that's great. You know, that, that's really great because, uh, as he pointed out, there it's now like 46 states that are open carry by definition. And here, here's the thing. Uh, when Charlie had posted that, I, I was like in a state of shock because I thought South Carolina was an open carry state already. Uh, apparently, uh, that just happened recently. So it's uh, it's kind of a it, it was kind of a surprise, but a, a really great surprise uh, to hear that. Um, what Mike? I'm, I'm, I'm somebody may have told me this a long time ago, and I just forgot. But uh, what was the uh, what is the the the, the case for uh, for uh, for Louisiana? Is it an open carry? Uh, is it open carry or is or, or what's the story there? Do you know? Not yet. Bill is on its way to Governor Bell, Governor Edwards's desk as we speak. What is the uh, possibility of your governor signing that in, signing that bill? He he is a, he is a rare, uh, reasonable. Democrat. Plus, he's living in the hunters' in the in the sportsman's paradise and all that stuff. And he he's an ex-military guy. He's a and he knows he knows better than not to sign the bill. Hmm. So so at this point, you know he he's he he knows he knows where his bread is buttered. And if he's smart, right. he'll he'll sign it, you know, and and make the people happy, you know, which is yeah. and you're right. He sounds he sounds like a very rare breed of uh, Democrat, almost like the old school Democrats from when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, Cherokee Rose uh, said that she heard Louisiana had flooding uh, your way. Um, and also went on to to state. In, in regards to temperature-wise, and I feel for her. I do. I feel for Cherokee Rose because where she is, 93 degrees at the moment where she is right now. Ouch. Um, but yeah, no. I I, I was. I'm rather. I'm I'm kind of surprised by the, uh, you know, by the the fact that. Um, that Louisiana has yet to uh, become a open carry state. I'm I'm very surprised by that because I you know it's it's I just wow I'm blown away by this. But your governor, you know, like I said, he, he, like you're saying he's he's kind of a he's he's not your typical uh, Democrat. He's 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 got that more old school mentality. Uh, where he knows that if he goes against the people of his state, he's not going to be sitting in that seat for long. So he doesn't hold on to the same liberal ideals, apparently, that uh, most Democrats do. And if that's the case, you know that, that's great because uh, he's 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 a uh, 
a different breed altogether in, de- in, in, in the Democratic Party, and probably not too favored by the Democratic Party either. No, no. And here's the deal. Uh, Bloomberg came down here and spent a ton of money to against that bill, and it still got passed through the Senate, through through the U.S. Uh, through the state house and the state senate. Um, you know, you know, despite Bloomberg coming down. <clears throat> so Nancy Bloomberg spent a ton of money and got nothing for it. Well, Michael Bloomberg, like all the anti-gun zealots, um, he he basically uh, is of the mindset that it's it's not the person wielding the gun that's the problem; it's the the gun that is the problem. And <laughs> you know, it's I'm sorry, but you know when you when you when you live by that kind of a mindset. You're, you're asking for trouble, okay, because every legal gun owner in the country is going to be looking at you like you're some sort of mastodon out of the, out of the uh, prehistoric age, and rightly so. Yes. And look, this, this, the, is, uh, this, this is this, our governor – before before the election in 2016 or whatever, he was making overtures at possibly running for president. But the problem for him is, yeah, yeah, he's done a few things here and there that are liberal, you know, raising taxes and all that stuff. But most of his agenda has been basically a conservative agenda. And... And he has not, and he he does not have the ability now because of his agenda that he's passed to even come close to running for president if he ever wants to run it ever, you know, just because of what he's done in with the governorship of the state, you know. So, you know that that's another thing that that kind of you know, did, did it in for him. But, yeah, we had, when both when both houses of the state legislature are controlled by the Republicans, you're telling me that you're going to not only not sign it, but veto a bill, even though you know that the Republicans will come back and override your veto in the state of Louisiana. So then there's that, George. Yeah, I, I think um <clears throat> you know, with with all of the uh with all of the w- with being outnumbered uh by Republicans uh in your state like that, he, he knows that if he were to veto this bill, uh there would be an override of that, that veto almost immediately. So he, he, he knows, like I said before, he knows where his bread is buttered. So he, he plays it very close to the vest. Yeah. <laughs> probably, if not this week, 
if not this week, probably at the beginning of next week. So, so then there's that. You know, it's gonna, it's gonna, we're gonna be constitutional carry, and we're gonna, you know, be able. I'm gonna be able to go buy me a gun and shoot some alligators. You know. (laughs) Open season on alligators. (laughs) <laughs> there you go. Um, Gunslinger, your governor uh, recently signed the open carry uh, for your state. Uh, it had been hoped, I know you had mentioned this uh, previous, but it had been meant, you know, it was said that you had hoped uh, he would have done it sooner uh, be, and lead the way for open carry. Uh, but apparently open carry is, in a lot of states now, uh, as opposed to j- just a few. So if, if, um, if anything, I think uh, Texas reinforced the open carry measure uh, with, its, with its passage. Um, so it, it's, it's, not, it's, not, um, it's not a question of be, leading by example or being first. It's more to the point now where where a state the size of Texas uh, says we are now open carry and we'll continue to uh, to 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 be the the power the powerhouse state as far as showing people showing states this is the way to go this is how it should be uh, living by the Constitution of the United States of America. So what I'm what I'm wondering is um, the question that comes to mind is since signing that open carry uh, bill into law, had had there was there any kind of backlash uh, before he signed it, or even or for or for that matter afterwards? Well. <clears throat> It's it passed the legislation and it passed the Senate. It's going to his desk right now, just like Mike said. It's on the way to his desk. Okay, it, the only thing is left is him signing it. And and Governor Abbott is a hundred thousand percent pro gun, so there's no problem with him signing. Okay, so as soon as he signed it, probably with it, probably like he said, like Mike said, probably this next week. I'm hoping that this next week. Okay, it's it's in some type of committee right now. But it's a, it's, that's the final step. As soon as he gets out of this committee, it's going to Governor Abbott's desk. And he's going to sign it immediately. Okay. Now, uh, like I said, Texas should have been leading the freaking nation from the day from day one. Okay. As big as Texas is, and as big as a gun state Texas is, we're damn sure pro-gun down here. Okay. They know and if or much about that one. Okay. Now, hmm. let me uh, let me clarify on this carry. Okay, there's kind of right now as it as it sits in this country, there's three types. There's CHL, which I have, okay, which is a concealed handgun license, is a license from the state to carry a gun. There's other states that have the CHL, but they've added a amendment to it that you can openly carry as long as you still have that permit from the state. Okay? 
then you got the CC, which is the, the constitutional carry. This is what Texas is going to have. That means you don't have to have a permit or a license to carry a handgun on your person, concealed or open, or anywhere. Hell, you can put two of them on. I mean, I carry one. It's heavy enough. I mean, I'd have to get another one of equal weight so I don't walk one-sided, you know? Be like the Yosemite Sam. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, but, but once everybody gets to the Constitution theory, all those others go out the window. The license and all that. Okay? Which it should have never done been anyway. It should have been Constitutional carry right off the bat. Okay? No and therefore but about it. Then, and that, I mean, okay, it doesn't give you a license to steal, okay? It's, okay, as soon as this becomes law in Texas, okay, as soon as the governor signs it, like I said, he's already said he's going to sign it, as soon as it hits his desk, in a very, very short amount of time, <clears throat> the first time gun owners should not go out there and strap on a fucking gun and, and say, I'm John Wayne. Okay, that's very dangerous. Okay, very, very dangerous. You need, if you're a first-time gun buyer, or you may have a gun in your in your house or whatever, you need to go out there and you need to make sure that you know the law when you strap that baby on. Okay? It's not like going out there, like Mike said, shooting alligators, which would be a probably fun, okay, so that's not bad. Or going out and shooting rats or whatever. <clears throat> in this type of case, when you strap on this gun, like I got my gun on right now, you may have to use it against another human being. That's not no alligator. It's not a rat. Not a rabbit. Not a deer. It's another human being. So you've got to make damn sure, triple damn sure, that your ducks are in a row when you pull that trigger. Okay. Mm. You've got to study that section of the, of the I call it the penis code, the penal code. Well, say the state of Texas, for example. Okay. <clears throat> when you can shoot, just because you're carrying constitutionally does not mean that you just you just can really nearly shoot somebody. Okay. They're still going to have the stipulation that you can't shoot a person during the day. Okay. But if he's coming at you, see, there's so many buts. But if this person is coming at you in a threatening manner, yes, you can use deadly force. At night, if he's breaking into your house, your car, your storage building, your outhouse, okay, it follows the, uh, the, the uh, standard ground law, okay, and you can use deadly force. Now, as long as you've got to understand this, as long as there is a threat, write that down. Stick it on your fucking forehead backwards where you, when you look in the mirror, you can see threat. Okay? When that threat stops, you are no longer authorized to use deadly force. I don't care if you're in a CHL state or an open carry or a constitutional carry state. When that threat stops... If a person is coming at you, swinging his fist or swinging a bat, and he stops, the threat stops. If he continues to come toward you, the threat has not stopped. It is still an ongoing threat. 
So mm. you're so when he stops, you're, you're you fear for your life has stopped. Period. But as long as he is advancing on you, you are still in fear of your life, and therefore you can still use uh, justifiable uh, deadly force. The other part of that is. If, for example, if you have your car, if you live in an apartment and you have your car sitting out here in your parking lot or whatever, you look out at 2 o'clock in the morning and you see some little punk breaking uh, into your car stealing your $5,000 stereo system, okay? You grab your gun, you run out there, and you confront the little bastard, and if he looks up and says, ah, oh, my God, he's got a gun, and starts running away from you, and you shoot him in the back, you're going to prison. Because there is no threat at that point. As, as long as he still is, 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 his body is in that car, his hands, his body going out there and under the desk, you know, cutting wires and everything, that's a threat. That's your private property. You have every legal justification to use deadly force. But if he jumps out and runs away from you, you're not authorized in using uh, deadly force. Uh, you know, because, the, like I said, the man is running away from you now. It's not running towards you like a bear. <laughs> if a bear decides to turn its tails and run, okay, versus the bear coming at you full full speed, well, where's the threat? In the first situation, the threat has gone because the bear is running away from you, but the second deal is that the threat is still there because the bear is fixing to eat your ass up. Follow me? <laughs> Good. Now, just to <clears throat> just to clarify, uh, what the gunslinger is talking about, uh, what, how how it is in the state of in the state of Texas. Now, every not every state uh, words there is exactly the same. Uh, some do, some don't. But in the, but he's talking about where he is in the state of Texas. Now, uh, for people who live in the state of New York, like I do, we're basically hand, our hands are tied. Okay. If, if say you're, 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 you have a, a license to carry a pistol, and you're walking down the street, and you're, you're, and you've got your hands in your pocket, and your gun is exposed, where people can see it, and you don't cover it up quick enough, technically they can, you can be charged with brandishing, okay. The, the harsh reality is New York State has some of the toughest gun laws on the Northeast. And uh, the really sad reality is uh, for a lot of us who live in the state of New York, we, we're basically, we're, we're never going to see open carry as far as, uh, as far as some states have. Um, the only way we'll see that is if we, if we get rid of most of the, the liberals that, that occupy the, the state Senate the legislature, and, of course, the governor's mansion. Uh, the sad reality is, okay, uh, we, are fo- we are stuck between a rock and a hard place because we have what's called the New York Safe Act. <clears throat> now, if, uh, if my friend Mike Peters were here, he knows more about the New York Safe Act than I do. Uh, but simply put, the New York Safe Act, because of certain medications... Uh, that a person takes, like let's say, like for me, I, I have petite mal epilepsy. I take Depakote for my epilepsy. It's an anti-seizure medicine, but it can also be prescribed as a mood stabilizer. 
well, the state of New York doesn't care about the uh, seizure uh, uh, the seizure control aspect of the medicine. They only look at the mood stabilization aspect of it. And they disqualify a person taking Depakote from being able to have a, a carry permit. Now that does not mean, now that does not stop me from owning a rifle, but unfortunately, owning a rifle, I can't go walking down the street with a rifle on my back. Okay, so the the irony of this is, uh, my Second Amendment rights in in have been partially infringed upon as a result of the New York Safe Act. And uh, if you live in a state where that where it's similar in in respects to the New York Safe Act, if you have a law that's similar to it, you know what I'm talking about. You know how how very very harsh it is. Um, I keep getting uh, text messages, not text messages, uh, tweets. I see tweets from the National Rifle Association, and I'm going to say something that will probably piss them off, and I don't care. But the, the, the National Rifle Association is not the powerhouse it used to be. They, even with the Supreme Court the way it is, they could very easily go after the SAFE Act, but they haven't. We've got a six to three majority conservative in the Supreme Court. Yes, they're not exactly the sharpest knives in the drawer, unfortunately. But when it comes to the constitutionality of this law, the New York Safe Act, if the NRA, along with the New York State, uh, New York State uh, Gun, uh, gun uh, Club, uh, Gun Associations, or and so forth, if they all banded together and went to the Supreme Court and show and prove beyond a reasonable doubt that this law that this New York Safe Act law is unconstitutional because it does infringe on the second amendment rights of the of the American people in the state of New York there is a there's a good chance the, the Supreme Court could turn around and say that law is unconstitutional and strike it down and that would put governor shit for brains or as Mike here uh, from the crazy Cajun would call him, Governor Monkey Tits, uh, that would put him right behind the eight ball. It would. It would. It was. It would. It would he, he'd be sitting there scratching his nuts trying to figure out what to do next. But it's a question of what. Now Cherokee Rose just said just. Put this uh, in, in on Twitch. NRA is in the middle of a battle with state with the state of New York, and they're going through bankruptcy. Well, here, here's here's the thing: they wouldn't be going through all this bullshit if 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 this state wasn't so liberalized. Okay, uh, the state of New York is trying to make an example of them. And, of course, Cherokee Rose just said what, I'm, what I was about to say. The NRA also is trying to relocate to Texas. Okay? Now, I don't know if they've actually made the relocation yet or not. I, I can't swear to that. But hopefully they do get down there to Texas, and they're able to uh, stay afloat. But I don't, I don't see them fighting, fight, fighting against the SAFE Act. 
they had the opportunity once once Trump got his last uh, nominee in the Supreme Court. And this was before uh, the bankruptcy nonsense and all that. So to me, it just it, it just screams laziness on the part of the NRA. But, you know, that's just my opinion. I know there are countless thousands upon thousands, maybe even millions of uh, Americans who are members of the NRA, and what I just said probably pissed them off to no end. But, you know, I'm sorry, but if the truth hurts, then, you know, there you go. Um, Okay. Okay. So... Guys, I'm looking at an article from our, no, our local, well, it's not local, but it says... I have a little trouble hearing you, Mike. Louisiana gun owners are allowed under current law to carry a firearm. Mike, I can public. barely hear you. It says that Louisiana gun owners are allowed under current law to carry a firearm in public. Without a permit, if the weapon is visible, to conceal it, a permit is needed. That requirement, that requires undergoing a background check and a nine-hour training course. So we can't carry it as long as it's visible. That's, that's one of the sticking points with this thing, is they want to get rid of the whole... Uh, the, the, the the concealed carry the you know that type and and I agree you know you should be required to take a training course all right that's that's a good idea but conceal conceal the permit for concealed carry needs to go away you you need to be able to do that and to be able to and, and I mean this this is Sometimes Louisiana has things backwards or upside down and inside out because the way this reads, we can open carry, but as long as it's as long as you can see it, that means, for instance, gunslinger's walking around with his in Louisiana, gunslinger's walking around with his 357 on his hip, and they can see it. You're good, you know. So, so that then there's that guy. I'll, I'll put I'll put this article in the chat room for y'all All right. you guys. Um, yeah, because there's there's there 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 are going to be sadly there are going to be certain stipulations that uh, that are going to be in these laws that uh, you know people might see as as an, as an obstacle. But it doesn't sound to me like like what uh, Louisiana is uh, putting into this uh, bill into this law is that big an obstacle. I mean, it's just common sense, right? So, uh, the way I see it is, uh, quite frankly, uh, you know, you want to open carry, and it's got and you're what you're saying is it's got to be visible, you know. Kind of like the old West. You can't have a long coat on hiding your weapon. 
You do that, you better have a concealed carry permit. But if you have it out where people see it, you don't. Am I am I correct? Yep. Here, here is the article in the Mixler chat. <clears throat> there it is. Okay. All right. Okay. Before I move on to the first item on the docket, uh, all right, 929 area code, you've been trying and trying and trying. I'm going to give you one chance. You have your opportunity. What's on your mind? Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> he just he just shit his brains out. Yeah, we wish a lot of people could. A lot of these trolls could do that because they have no brains. To do it. <laughs> they usually do. <laughs> <laughs> they usually do. All right. He had his he had his chance. He 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 made he made a fool of himself. Moving on. Well, as I said in my uh, talking points, the Pennsylvania voting machines were caught rejecting GOP ballots. Uh, reports reignite claims of election fraud. Now, check this out, everybody. According to one one American News Network, voting machines in Pennsylvania are found to be rejecting Republican ballots in a primary election in the state. Election officials in Fayette County said there was a problem with machines not reading the ballots cast for Republican candidates. I think it's suspicious, in my opinion, after everything that happened with the presidential election. State local voter Lori Lemby said the issue was revealed during a primary election that kicked off in Fayette County on Tuesday. I'm a Republican, and I filled out my ballot. When I went to scan my ballot, it spit it out, Lambie explained. I tried, <clears throat> I tried it three or four times, and it kept spitting it back out. Officials originally claimed the machines were not reading the barcodes on all ballots. However, it has since been confirmed there's no problem with Democrat ballots. This adds to concerns among Pennsylvania voters. Just when the normal process of getting a ballot, filling it out, took it over to the machine to put it in, and it was rejected, recounted Jeff Valak, another local voter. Election officials are reportedly collecting Republican ballots to count them separately at a later time. So this opens up a, uh, a whole new uh, situation. Uh, but it also reignites the original uh, situation where uh, the 2020 presidential election um, was, uh, there was, there was, there are allegations of voter fraud and election fraud. So couple this with that and your, what are you left? What's left to your, to your mind? 
Now, these machines, according to this report, kept spitting out only the Republican votes, but they had no problem with the votes for Democrats. What does that tell a person? It tells me somebody did something with these machines. There is election tampering going on, and the voters in Pennsylvania need to speak up loud and clear and say, hey, look, you know, this is, this is kind of... Uh, this is kind of getting a little ridiculous. So now, just a primary election, and there's a problem? Hmm. Kind of makes one wonder, doesn't it? So let me, uh, let me start with you, Mike, on, on this one. Uh, how, 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 how does this... It, how does this seem to you? I mean, as far as, uh, I mean, do you find this also like the voter in Pennsylvania, highly suspicious that all of a sudden here it is a primary election in Fayette County. And they're all of a sudden saying, well, you know, uh, Democrat votes are going through just fine, but Republican votes spit right out every time. Well, yeah, it's highly, it's highly suspicious. I mean, I don't, I don't know if I told it to you here, but when I went to vote, I had with a particular machine, I had a problem with it not accepting my vote. You know, and it wasn't just the presidential election; it was, you know, the U.S. House of Representatives and stuff like that. So it's like, and according to what I hear, heard about this particular machine, it was having problems the whole time. So that that was just what I saw. But yeah, they need to look at the, again, it all comes back to these machines. Yeah, you can have people that want to, you know, do the cheating and aid in the cheating, but if the machine is set up right, you're not going to get the cheating, right? Well, these, apparently, in many ways, these machines weren't set up in the right way. I mean, you're supposed, you're supposed to, all legitimate ballots, you're supposed to accept all legitimate ballots. It sounds like this guy's ballot was a legitimate ballot, you know, and it wasn't being accepted. So if, yeah, you need to, you need to look at those particular machines as well. You need to have the audit. You need to see how, exactly how many people this particular situation happened to, you know. If they can figure that out, and then can figure out exactly how many votes, you know, that should have been voted, that didn't get voted, you know. Back to you, George. Yeah. It's it's a very strange situation. Gunslinger, how about you? Well, yeah, it is a very strange situation. (laughs) I mean, there's there's obviously some type of hanky-panky going on. Because if it's not 
is accepting one and it's not accepting the other, then, you know, Houston, we got a problem. Okay. <laughs> we got a very big problem. So, yeah, they should, the only, their heads should roll on that. I mean, they are supposed to certify them things, supposedly, honestly. <laughs> uh, I don't think they know what the meaning of that word is here lately. Uh, so it doesn't do that kind of stuff. It's it's the old, just like you've always said, if they would bring back the old, and I'm, I'm totally agreeing, bring back the old fucking voting machines, okay? Yeah, they're big and they're heavy and they're bulky, but at least they're honest. You get an honest uh, result from them things, okay? Even though they're fucking dinosaurs, okay? There's no electronics to them. It's all mechanical. You know, there's, you know, there may be a lot in there that might be electric, but that's about it, okay? And, oh, they had to do away with them because of space. Oh, it's, but the new electronic ones are so great. Yeah, you can cheat on them motherfucker too, okay? I don't care how secure they are. I don't care what who they make them. Look at Dominion voting machines and the Dominion program. That's electronic. They cheated there, okay? So that only proves what I've been saying. That if you're good enough and you know what you're doing and you've got the right software to do it with, you do any fucking thing you want to. And they did, because they cheated. Because who you, why do you think dumb fuck, moon nuts, monkey tit sucking son of a bitch is in the fucking White House right now? In which reality, uh, President, President Donald Trump should be in there for another four more years. Okay? So, yeah. I mean, if you don't think that they cheated, they, they finagled and all this shit. You miss something at school. <laughs> well, and, and again, this is why the uh, 2020 election uh, comes back into play because um, if if the <clears throat> primary election in Pennsylvania um, is experience, has experienced just the Republican ballots being spit out, but all Democrat ballots were accepted. Uh, if it was one or two, it wouldn't be so suspicious. But unfortunately, every single Republican ballot kept getting spit out. Person would put it in, and it would come right back out again. Okay, so one or two, you wouldn't think much of it. But every single one, now now there's a problem. Now there needs to be something looked at because obviously there is an issue and a big one and that goes right back to 2020. So if, 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 if what took place in 2020 is a, ref, if this is a reflection of that, well, guess what? Somebody needs to get their head out of their ass and start uh, doing a, a proper investigation. I wouldn't trust the FBI with it, because they're still harping on January 6th instead of looking at what happened with Colonial Pipeline, what happened with, I believe it was the Baltimore Police Department. So, you know, there you go. 929 area code, you're going to get one last opportunity. After that, you don't get any more chances. And you're totally silent, so you've just blown your last chance. Sorry. Now, 
Moving right along. This story you're going to find rather curious. Now check this out. According to Newsmax, FBI probes campaign donations to Senator Susan Collins. And we all know, for those of you who do not know who Senator Susan Collins is, she's a rhino Republican. Uh, 929, you're just going to sit there. I'm not even going to open your, mic, your, your phone line, so uh, you can just sit there and listen. I've told you you're not getting through again, and that's all there is to it. So have a nice time listening. Now, Susan Collins is, like I said, a rhino Republican who uh, often voted and sided with the Democrats. Personally, she should leave the Republican Party and join the Democrats. But that's just my opinion. Now, here's what, here's what the story says. The Federal Bureau of Investigations has been reviewing a possible scheme to funnel illegal donations to the 2020 re-election campaign of U.S. Senator Susan Collins, a Maine Republican, recently unsealed court records in Washington show. The FBI is investigating whether Martin Kale, the former chief executive officer for Hawaii-based contractor Martin Defense Group illegally donated money to the senator's campaign. According to a search warrant application filed in federal court in April, the contractor has offices in Maine as well as other locations. An FBI agent alleged in a court affidavit that Kao used a shell company to make a $150,000 donation to the campaign and reimbursed family members for smaller donations to Collins. Under federal law, government contractors are prohibited from making donations to political committees. So-called straw donations, in which a contributor uses someone else's money, are also illegal. Annie Clark a spokeswoman for Collins said the senator's campaign had absolutely no knowledge of anything alleged in the warrant. A lawyer for Kao did not immediately respond for, to a request for comment from Newsmax. The donations to Collins' campaign under investigation were a small percentage of the more than $30 million in receipts her campaign raised in the last cycle. Outside PACs, on both sides, spent many millions more in one of the most expensive Senate races in the count in the country. In August 2019, Collins announced that Martin Defense Group, then known as Navitech, had received an eight million dollar Department of Defense contract. A press re- <clears throat> excuse me, a press release on her website said. She strongly advocated for the funding. Kao, a prominent Hawaii defense contractor, was indicted last year on charges that he bilked the federal government out of millions of dollars in coronavirus relief aid intended 
for small business. Now, here's where it gets dicey for Susan Collins. She says uh, she made the she made the statement that through a spokeswoman that she had absolutely no knowledge of anything alleged in the warrant. Well, that I find hard to believe. All right, Gunslinger, you were last up to 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 discuss this to to give to give your thoughts on this story on the last story. So you're up first on this one. Go ahead. Well, yeah, I mean, I would I would totally agree with it. I mean, you know, if if you're not going to do what you're going to what you say, and you do the opposite, like Democrats do, they're they're hypocrites. Uh, what's the difference? <laughs> you know, what did Trump always say? Hey, if you can't do your job, fucking you're fired. It's just plain simple. I mean, it's just fucking plain simple. If you can successfully do your job and you do a thinky panky, then why the fuck are you there? You're just wasting time. You're just wasting money. Okay. Time and money. Time is money. Money is time. And there's no need. There's just, there's just no need for you. Okay. So, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, go ahead. Absolutely. All right, Mike. Well, I mean, look, I mean, one, uh, I'd love to hear, I'd love to hear from our friend No Way. You know, he's right there. He's in that state. You know, he would, he would know about this stuff. But, you know, I guess his health problems are, but that's, you know, this is a woman that, that, uh, of course, she's an older woman. She's had health problems, but corruption, again, corruption is there. This is, this is a corruption play here. And, I mean, it's like this guy was not supposed to be allowed to give that much money and and that tells you something about these fucking uh campaign finance laws they don't they don't get enforced right you know a hundred thousand dollars right for or to go uh, granted she's a republican, but it doesn't matter right it doesn't matter if she's a republican or a democrat well, she probably should be a democrat anyway but because of because of the state she lives in and all that stuff, I don't know how hard or easy it is for Democrats to get up, get elected up there. But that's neither here nor there. This is a corruption play. She's a corrupt politician. She needs to go, and these and 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 lastly, these campaign finance laws are all bullshit. Back to you, George. Yeah, I'm I'm almost almost 99 percent certain that uh, <clears throat> while she may she you know, her her health issues notwithstanding, okay, um, and, and I'm not going to sit here and and say anything uh, against her for that because you know everybody has health issues. 
and, and it's you know it's unfortunate, but you know that does not excuse her behavior. I mean, she ran for the office of senator for the for for the state of Maine. She is a rhino Republican, uh, which for those of you who still don't know what a rhino Republican is, that is a Republican in name only. Uh, she literally uh, decided to side with Democrats on more than one occasion. She is the kind of person that if you look at her, okay, and I'll tell you what, um, and I'll show I'll show a picture of her in just a second here. For those of you who don't even know what she looks like. All right. Um, and believe me when I tell you, this woman is not exactly the sharpest knife in the drawer. And I will say this with without fear of contradiction. Okay. Oops, sorry. Sorry. I don't know why that kicked in. Uh, where is it? Oh, there. Let's try this again. For some reason, a video of Pelosi from a previous op-ed that I did kicked in. There we go. This is the face that could sink a dozen, at least a dozen ships. This woman is a rhino Republican. She is beyond, honestly, she's she's just beyond uh, complete and utter lunacy. So regardless of her health issues, the simple fact is this flaky broad hasn't got the brains God gave her. Okay? And for those of you watching on the video side, look at this woman's face. I mean, that's a face that's carved from, from out of stone. That's the face of utter contempt, not just for the people of the state of Maine, but for the people of, the, uh, of America in general. When she sides with the Democrats, okay, seriously, when she sides with the Democrats, it's it's to further their agenda, and because as a rhino Republican, she sides with the Democrats and agrees with their agenda. So why she's still in the Republican Party is beyond me. I mean, let me put it this way. If people could die from looking at a, at a person... This person, Colin's face would have would have caught, would have caused the death of countless thousands. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I introduce you to the. Uh, remember the 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 the, the Greek mythology, uh, the woman with the snakes for hair. You know that uh, what was her name? Oh, Medusa. Here's the new here's the new version of Medusa. Because with a face like that, 
I'm surprised people haven't turned to stone yet. Seriously, I'm so, I'm I, I am truly shocked and dismayed that that hasn't happened yet. You got a link there that you can put in the chat room? Oh, for, for the picture? Yeah. Yeah, I think we can accommodate you on that one, Gun. Hang on a second here, buddy. And plop. Let me know. If, let me know if it comes up for you. Trying. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. That broad was beat with a heavy duty extra A1 ugly stick. Jeez. Uh, wow. That's Susan Collins. I think I, I think as a child she was she was definitely beaten with an ugly stick and uh the doctors took one look at her and said, Oh, oh God, if I have to look at that while trying to Reconstruct it? No, no, no. I can't do it. I'm sorry, folks. Your kid's just too, too butt fucking ugly. Yeah. So. <laughs> Pelosi okay. sister. That's be Pelosi sister. God damn. Guys. <laughs> she suffers. Go ahead, Mike. She suffers from. She suffers from something called spasmatic dysphonia. And what it says it is is spasmodic dysphonia is also known as laryngeal dysphonia. It's a disorder in which the muscles that generate a person's voice go into periods of spasm. This results in the breaks and interruptions in the voice, often every few sentences, which can make a person difficult to understand. So... A person who gets elected to the Senate, who's supposed to be able to stand up there and talk, has this particular disease that makes her not able to be understood well. How is she still, how is she able to do her job? With with a condition like that, I'm surprised if she was able to uh, conduct herself uh, at rallies and so forth to get elected in the first place. Um, right. But again, let me, let me make something clear. She may have a condition that causes her speech to be impaired in part. Um, but I've heard her talk and she's not that bad when she speaks. She does speak. Okay. She really does. Um, so it's not a question of her speech. That's a problem. It's her political thinking that's the problem, okay? Um, When you have uh, a, okay, not like me. There are times when I have a situation where I can't speak. I'll start talking and it's like my, my, my voice, my vocal cords jam up and I can't talk. It's, a, it's rare, but it does happen. And it's embarrassing at times. It really is. But I've, I've learned to accept the fact that it does happen. There are also times when I kind of get tongue-tied. 
you know how I always joke, my tongue's blocking the eye teeth, I can't see what I'm saying? Well, that is something that's been happening over time. Um, so I don't know if I'm having many strokes when, when the big problem happens or if, it, or if it's just a, a problem uh, other, other than that. Now, um, Cherokee Rose says, sounds similar to someone with Parkinson's disease. They sometimes speak that way. Uh, are you referring to Susan Collins or are you referring to, to what I'm dealing with? Uh, because there has been uh, concern that it's tied to, uh, to a neurological uh, situation. So I'm going to be, I have to go and see a neurologist anyway because of my epilepsy. Uh, that's the, I have to have that tested yearly. And uh, my last neurologist no longer took the insurance I had. Okay, so you're referring to Collins in that respect. Okay, yeah, it, it does sound more like uh, Collins may have something similar to Parkinson's or, a, or, a, or the condition she has mimics certain aspects uh, of the Parkinson's disease. So I don't think she's... Uh, that severely speech impeded yet. That may that may get more pronounced as she gets older. But this mm-hmm. also brings back another small issue, which no politician is going to vote for, uh, and that's term limits for both senators and members of of the Congress. Uh, I firmly believe that term limits. Uh, for senators and, and members of the House of Representatives, Congress, is, is vital. Because when you become a career politician, your health over time is something that, gets a, that, that, that becomes a problem. Um, I firmly believe that Biden, being a career politician, is having uh, issues with possibly either uh, dementia or some early onset stages of Alzheimer's. And honestly, if, if he's only there as a figurehead, as a puppet, he's being used. Now, I may not, I don't agree with his policies. I don't agree with his politics. But if he has dementia or possibly Alzheimer's and they're not even bothering to have him tested for either or, then they're doing the American people a disservice. His wife should have him checked. Now, she's, she has, a, she, she has a, a, doctor's, a doctorate degree which gives her the, the title of doctor. I don't think she's a medical professional. So... Be that as it may, as his wife, Jill should be looking at putting this guy in a doctor's chair and having him tested big time. And if they're not letting that happen, something's wrong with this major picture. So you figure with Collins and her situation and Biden and and everything that we've seen, look at what happened to him just recently when he was walking up. Not walking down, walking up the stairs to go into Air Force One. 
and he tripped and fell like three times. There's something wrong with that picture. His memory gaps, his gaffes, everything points towards something being seriously wrong. Okay? Um, But as far as uh, Susan Collins is concerned, her health situation is not an impediment to her position yet, but it could turn into one eventually. Right. Okay? And right now that's not the issue. The issue at hand is did her campaign accept campaign finances financial uh did she receive campaign contributions from this uh from this guy knowing full well that being a federal contractor he's legally not allowed to contribute to a political campaign and if it if it's found out that she knowingly accepted okay knowingly accepted campaign contributions from a federal contractor, well, guess what? She's going to be in a whole world of hurt. And that's, you know, that's her own fault. And even if she didn't have knowledge of it, which I sincerely doubt, she she had to have known. But let's say for the sake of discussion, she had no knowledge of it. It was her responsibility as the person running for public office or running for re-election to make sure that all campaign contributions were on the up and up. And it sounds to me like they were not on the up and up. Why, why then would the FBI do, be investigating her campaign for this reason? All right. So moving right along here. Uh, let's see. Biden pressures our longtime ally as terrorists strike. This is from Newsmax. Joe Biden stepped up the pressure on Israel to end 10 days of violent fighting with Palestinians making clear in a call Wednesday with Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu that he expected a significant de-escalation today on the path to a ceasefire in the battle with Hamas. Biden asked Netanyahu to move toward the path to a ceasefire, according to a White House description of their conversation. Shortly after the call, the Israel the Israel Defense Forces announced new strikes on Lebanon. Four rockets were just fired from Lebanon at northern Israel, one of which was intercepted by the Iron Dome. In response, IDF artillery forces are striking a number of targets in Lebanon. We are prepared for any scenario on any front. The White House statement signaled that Biden is losing patience with Netanyahu, a leader he has known for four decades. The call is the fourth between Biden and Netanyahu in a week. Biden is faced. Biden has faced increasing pressure 
even from fellow Democrats, to take a more active and public role in brokering a ceasefire between Israel, the country's closest ally in the Middle East, and the militant group Hamas. The two leaders had a detailed discussion on the state of events in Gaza, Israel's progress in degrading the capabilities of Hamas and other terrorist elements, and ongoing diplomatic efforts by regional governments and the United States. White House spokeswoman Karine Jean Perrier told reporters in a brief statement aboard Air Force One. The president, sorry, this is what it says, but Joe Biden conveyed to the prime minister that he expected a significant de-escalation today on the path to a ceasefire. This is what uh, Jean Perret added. The call took place shortly before Biden left Washington on a trip to the U.S. Coast Guard Academy's commencement ceremony in Connecticut. The, the Biden administration had relied on what officials described as quiet, intensive diplomacy, including quashing a U.N. Security Council statement that would have addressed a ceasefire. The administration's handling opened a divide between Biden and Democratic lawmakers, dozens of whom have called for a ceasefire. Okay, first of all, calling for a ceasefire, yes, anyone sitting in the Oval Office, including the thief, could easily talk to Netanyahu about brokering a ceasefire. But I think it would be better handled if it were not Biden, but someone who was not connected to the administration, neither Republican nor Democrat, but someone who is in, in at least in favor of not only the ceasefire, but brokering peace. Now, having said that, however, let's remember that what's been happening, the fighting that's been going on over there has not just been going on the last 10 days. There's been fighting going on between the Palestinians and the Israelis for decades. Biden his words, he better choose them more carefully because what he said, the way he spoke, and the way the White House statement's saying is that Biden is losing patience with Netanyahu. <laughs> really? So he's losing patience with Netanyahu? Netanyahu is the prime minister of Israel. Netanyahu has a serious situation on his hands. He's got bombs dropping all over Israel. You can't broker a peace agreement or even a ceasefire without the other side agreeing to do so. And it doesn't look like the Palestinians are going to do that, especially Hamas. So Biden needs to back off and, re- and, and, and start realizing, sure, Israel would, will go for, for a ceasefire, 
But will Hamas? I don't think so. Mike, your thoughts on what you what I've just read? Wow. I mean, look, this is this is you, you you're having these guys that basically look. You're you're a minister, uh, George, and you you know your Bible, and you know that basically this whole thing all boils down to basically a family feud, right? Uh, these guys hmm. and the Israelis are basically boils down to go going back into the Bible and looking at Isaac and Ishmael and all that stuff. But yeah, this this is why why are we forcing they got to be able to defend themselves. If they're gonna sit there and lob these missiles into into Israel, both Hamas and Hezbollah, but right now it's more Hamas than Hezbollah. Uh if they're gonna sit here and lob these missiles into Israel and it, and we're expecting Israel not to do anything and just to let uh things rain down on them and possibly kill a number of people and terrorize them into going into you know, bomb shelters and shit. You know? Are we are we expected to allow them to do that to make to terrorize the Israelis? No. This is a, this is and look, I, I I'm not saying I'm not saying that he he likes he he uh, that Biden likes or dislikes this uh, the Israeli or if he even knows what he how he feels you know in terms of whether he likes or dislikes I think in terms of stuff like this uh, Biden's not making this decision Biden's not going out there and saying I'm gonna get the 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 Israelis to pull back and do all this shit you know he may be saying it, but it's not it's not his decision to make. But uh, and really, you're right. He's not he's not the president. He's the the continuation of the usurper in chief. Is it's Obama's basically Obama's third term. Okay, but uh, I just. Just let just let them let them alone. Let Israel Israel do what they got to do to because they're not going to root them all out. They're not going to root every single one of these uh, Hamas people out, right? There's still going to be people there, but they can go in there and destroy all the missile emplacements and 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 all the missiles and do all this stuff. Sure. Let them do that. Let them. Now, will will that be a tough, hard slog? Probably right. But let them do that. You know, I I just don't get why we have to give up on peace on a basically a peace that Trump gave us in the Middle East. They had people agreeing with each other. They had these guys. He he made a lot of the Arab states uh, and Israel get along with each other and have peace treaties. That's not something to laugh at, which is what the Democrats 
or deciding to do with it, but that's you know the the Israelis need to be allowed to defend themselves. Yeah, they they use the Iron Dome and all this stuff, and I think they also have some Patriot missile embattlements, uh, Patriot missile uh, uh, emplacements over there as well, but they. They need to be able to do what they're doing and then go in and root this stuff out. Now, granted, like I said, they, they're not going to get it all, but they probably could, if left alone, they could probably get 60, 70% maybe of it. And that's a, that's a good bit. But when you got, when you're working against of people that are that think this way that are anti-Semitic, almost to their core, you know. What do you think is going to happen? Back to you, George. Yeah, and, and, and look, we all, a lot of us who um, who have watched the reports coming out of Israel. Um, who see the the writing on the wall? Hamas is not going to sit down and broker a ceasefire. They're not going to sit down and broker a peace agreement. They're not going to do any of that. And as long as we have lawmakers like uh, Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar uh, touting the uh, pro-Palestinian uh, rhetoric. Uh, that we should abandon, you know, because they, they would they would love nothing more than for us to abandon Israel. They would love nothing more than to see the United States turn its back on Israel. Okay, but that's not going to happen. And if it does, under this asshole's uh, corrupt administration then all hell's going to break loose because if we if we drop if we drop turn our, if, if America turns its back on a, on its, on on one of its strongest allies what's to say our other allies don't do the same to us Gunslinger, what are your thoughts well yeah it's a very dangerous situation you turn your back on your allies i mean <laughs> that's what allies are for okay uh, but these idiots over there, I mean, they're terrorists, Iran. Look at them. Terrorists. And, you know, these, like you said, these idiots that are in Congress, they're terrorists too because they support terrorist countries. What have I always loved to say? Birds of a feather flock us together, don't they? It's only proven, proven that a zillion times over. Okay. When you're in the Congress of the United States of America and you openly support terrorists that has killed Americans by 9/11, okay, just a, just a, just a, one of the examples, okay, there's many many more, and you sit there and you defend them bastards, but yet you're supposed to be holding an oath of office to the United States of America, you're a lied crock of goddamn dog shit. And them motherfuckers, each one should wear a big turd pile of dog shit on their head. 
because that's all there were. Okay. I'm just like the I'm just like the doctor of common sense. You ain't shutting my ass up, motherfucker, unless you put a bullet in me. Okay? Alright? Plain simple. And I and he was on earlier on speaker. Oh boy, he's fired up, let me tell you. Woo! Let me tell you. Damn. Uh, so, and he's, he said the same thing. They ain't shutting me up. They were like, fool me. Okay? The doctor found the central saver. And he's got all this shit. If the, if the American people would just put their goddamn foot down and say no, what part of fucking no don't you understand? Okay? If you go any other direction, I'm going to whoop your ass. We put you there to make true and just laws for this country. Not to be supporting a bunch of goddamn goat-humping, camel-molesting, urine-fucking, goat-piss-drinking motherfuckers. Terrorists. Okay? And if they some goddamn happy about them son of a bitches, why don't they fucking leave? You know, there's airplanes and boats leaving this goddamn country every fucking day. Why don't they get their ass on it? Oh, but no, 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 can't have that. Go figure. Go ahead. You made a, uh, an interesting point. Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar, you don't hear much out of Ayanna Presley unless you know she has something to say to it. So thankfully we don't hear from that one. But when Tlaib and Omar are spouting pro-Palestinian rhetoric and nonsense, it goes against their oath of office. They swore an oath to defend the Constitution of the United States and, all this, and, and so forth and so on. Well, guess what? They've abandoned their oath by supporting Palestine and its actions toward Israel. So if you're going to sit there and, and do that to a, um, to, a uh, to an ally, Israel that is, then you have no business being in the Congress. And anyone who voted for, for, these, for these morons that support pro-Palestinian objectives against Israel then they're, they're, they're just that. They're idiots for doing so. And unless they're censured or outright removed from their offices, they're going to continue to spout their rhetoric. So what are you going to do? Now, Moving right along here, the U.S. to waive sanctions related to Russia's Nord Stream 2 pipeline. Yeah, you heard right, folks. The U.S. is, is, the US is, is looking to waive sanctions related to Russia's Nord Stream 2 pipeline. Now, wait till you hear this story. You're going to love this. And I got this from Newsmax, so here we go. Brace yourselves. 
The Biden administration will waive sanctions on the company behind Russia's Nord Stream 2 pipeline to Europe and its chief executive, with the State Department set to deliver its report as early as Wednesday, a source told Reuters on Wednesday. The department's review, required by Congress, includes the Nord Stream 2 AG and CEO Matthias Warning, Warning, sorry, an ally of Russian President Vladimir Putin, engaged in sanctionable activity, but that it was in the U.S. national interest to waive the sanctions, the source said. The source said the administration under Democrat Joe Biden felt it was important to send a signal about it about its strategic commitment to rebuilding relations with Germany, which were badly damaged, allegedly, under uh, President Donald Trump. The Russian officials on Wednesday signaled that the move could help mend Washington's fraught ties with Moscow. Republicans in Washington, however, criticized the report, waiver, the reported waiver, which was first reported by Axios on Tuesday. Representatives for the White House could not be immediately reached for comment. Why am I not surprised? A U.S. State Department spokesperson on Tuesday said the Biden administration has been clear that the Nord Stream 2 pipeline is a Russian geopolitical project that threatens European energy security and that of Ukraine and eastern flank NATO allies and partners. Blinken also spoke with Germany's foreign minister, Heiko Maas, on Tuesday and underscored the U.S. commitment to work with allies and partners to counter Russian efforts to undermine our collective security and in that vein, emphasized U.S. opposition to the Nord Stream 2 pipeline, the department said. So Biden is looking to waive sanctions on Russia's Nord Stream 2 pipeline. This is the same son of a bitch who shut down the Keystone Pipeline, killing thousands of jobs. And at a time when we need that pipeline uh, construction continued and completed in order to help our, our situation here in the United States, because of what happened with Colonial Pipeline, gas prices are on the rise exponentially. Supply and demand is... Uh, is very limited now in the southern states, going from Texas on up and, and heading toward the northeast. Now, the northeast is not being hit as hard, but it's still being hit hard nonetheless. Now, having said that, he's all in favor of this Russian Nord Stream 2 pipeline continuing, but not the Keystone Pipeline in our own country? Somewhere along the line, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but wouldn't it make better sense 
to continue the sanctions with, uh, on the Russian pipeline and continue the construction of the Keystone Pipeline because the XL Keystone Pipeline meant thousands and thousands of jobs. It meant uh, bringing, making our, our country more energy independent and so forth. Is it just me, or is the or is the Biden dictatorship completely screwball? Maybe that's maybe that's just my imagination. I don't know. Gunslinger, starting with you on this one. Well, it's not it's not your imagination, okay? Uh, unless I'm having the same imagination. Probably Mike's have the same imagination, and everybody that has. You know, high IQs have the same imagination. Well, you know, if if that would be true, if if that if the person that is occupying the White House right now was a smart and intelligent person, okay, to continue both of them, just like you said, and I agree 100 percent, okay. But when you don't have a smart and intelligent person in there. You got a dumb fuck and a fucking whore, okay? Sleepy Joe and Camel Toe, the hoe, okay? What do you think? See how she got up there? Yeah, she scooted in right in on her butt, laid on her back. Damn right she did. What do you expect? Compared to the eloquent couple that we had in there by the name of Donald J. Trump and his beautiful wife, Winnie. Okay? That's like that's like driving a fucking combine and compared to a fucking uh, a Lexus or a Rolls Royce, okay? When you combine, you know, Sleepy Joe and, and President Trump, okay? It's like it's like night and day. It's just opposite of night and day. Very dishonest people, Sleepy Joe. Fucking liars, fucking hypocrites, job killers. As you see, he's already, what's he, what's he up now? 100,000 fucking jobs or something? Probably more than that. After it's all said and done. Crashes through the fucking roof. Okay. Everything else is going up. And I uh, did yeah, try to check the price of fucking uh, wood lately. I got a box of toothpicks and I'm sitting on a goddamn gold mine. I'll sell you real fucking, well, not real cheap. Okay, a whole box full. Might be able to build you a little miniature porch with them. Okay. This, I mean, all this is caused by his administration and the fucking war over there in the Middle East. Didn't have that under President Trump, did we? Mm, no. Was the price of gas prices sky high? Uh, mm, no. Was uh, food and all this shit going sky high? Mm, uh, no. Do we have an honest person in the White House? Uh, yeah. Not anymore. Good. All right, Mike. Go ahead. He's, uh, he's exactly right on this. And the thing is, is it's going to get worse before it gets better because he's still there. And it's hell. What we think is going to happen happens. <laughs> The whole case, the whole case control. 
it's going to be worse than having Governor Monkey Tits as your governor. You know, I mean, these guys, these people don't get it, and they never will. They just don't. Back to you, George. You're right. They don't get it, and they never will. Um, Okay, I'm going to try and squeeze in two final stories for discussion. We may go into a little bit of overtime on the Blog Talk radio side, but that's okay. We'll still be live on Mixler and the video platforms. So here goes nothing. The Pentagon plans to monitor troops' social media for extremism. Check this out. I could not believe my eyes when I saw this. The Pentagon intends to screen social media content for extremist material in a pilot program said to be part of the Biden administration's crackdown on domestic extremism, the Intercept reports. According to internal Defense Department documents reviewed by the publication, as well as a source with direct knowledge of the plan, the program will continuously monitor military personnel for concerning behaviors. In order to get around First Amendment restrictions on monitoring by the, gov- by the government, the program will reportedly rely on a private surveillance company. A senior Pentagon official said the program will use keywords to help find potential extremists, but admitted that it has proven difficult to come up with the choice of words without violating protections for free speech. Mike German, a retired FBI agent who is now a fellow at the Brennan Center for Justice's Liberty and National Security Program, criticized the idea. Using, the, using keywords to monitor social media isn't just an unnecessary privacy invasion. It is a flawed strategy that will ensure it is short-lived, he told The Intercept. It will undoubtedly produce a flood of false positives that will waste security resources and undermine morale without identifying the real problem, which is the tolerance for those that openly engage in racist behavior and discrimination. Representative Lauren Boebert also slammed the pilot program, the Daily Mail reported. The Colorado Republican said that we should not be removing military members for lack of wokeness. Will the next step be pledging loyalty to the Democrat Party to fight for our country? The program is being headed by Bishop Garrison, a senior advisor to Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, who has said in the past that President Donald Trump and his backers are racist, the Daily Mail reported. Garrison also an advocate for critical race theory and the 1619 Project, which promotes the idea that the United States is an inherently racist country founded on slavery. Although the Defense Department has not publicly released any details concerning the pilot program, it indicated a potential crackdown on extremist behavior in the military last month when it officially announced its new Countering Extremism Working Group. 
That memo said the vast majority of those who serve in uniform and their civilian colleagues do so with great honor and integrity. But any extremist behavior in the force can have an outsized impact. Austin has ordered the services to work closer together and learn best practices from each other to ensure extremists do not get into the ranks, according to an article on the Pentagon website. Okay. First of all, we have a big enough problem with big tech censoring conservatives and infringing on, our, on, on a conservative's right to freedom of speech in the civilian, in the civilian uh, world. This program is only going to serve to do several things. One, it's going to discourage people from joining the military. Because as soon as someone hears that their social media is going to be monitored for extremist behavior, that's going to deter, that's going to have someone going, well, you know what? The Constitution says I have a right to freedom of speech. And if you're going to infringe on my freedom of speech rights, then the military is not for me and walk out the fucking door. Okay? They'll just walk right the fuck out. For the people who are currently serving, how is I mean they're going to do this to our, our military uh, men and women? They're going to do this not just to them, but it could. It doesn't say this in the article, but I suspect it could also be done to their family members, because obviously families talk to each other. So where does it end? At what point did we become this Marxist, socialist, communist bullshit against our own military? Let's look back at at the Obama years. Look at what he did with our military strength level. Okay? Cutting it down to nearly pre-World War II levels. Endangering America. Now you've got this idiot in the White House with the Pentagon intending to screen social media content for extremist material. Now, I agree. You know, there are extremists out there. No doubt in my mind. But if you're going to uh, infringe on, their, uh, on a person's freedom of speech, even though they serve in the military... What kind of a message are you sending to these soldiers, to these airmen, marines, and sailors? You're sending them a message that says, we have the right to kick you the fuck out for saying this or that. And notice what it says here. They're going to use key words to help find potential extremists. Problem, as Mike, Mike German pointed out, using keywords to monitor social media isn't just an, an unnecessary privacy invasion. It is a flawed strategy that will ensure it is short-lived. It will undoubtedly produce a flood of false positives 
that will waste security resources and undermine morale. Well, guess what? That's exactly what's going to happen. So while this program could end up being short-lived, the damage will have already been done. So, yeah. To, to, to dictator Biden, Heil Biden, Heil Biden. That's what people will probably start saying eventually. If they haven't already. Gunslayer, starting with you. Hail Biden. Hail Biden. Hail Biden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, hail cable toe and the hose. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, camel toe is the hoe. Yeah, well, more than the same. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just, yeah, see, all this stuff, yeah, it's, it's damn the torpedoes, you know. Just just send them in any fucking direction. They they don't give a fuck. Okay. What it blows up, what it sinks, if it hits a hospital ship, it, it doesn't matter to them fucking idiots. Because they're idiots. How can, you know... You've got a, a head idiot in the White House right now, so you think anything intelligent is going to come from that? <laughs> no. no. Hell, he don't even know who he's married to. Oops, he's married to his what, sister or whatever. You know, at least at least President Trump knew he knew who he was married to, okay, and knew where he was all the time. So when you have that type of leadership, no wonder we. And we was the greatest nation in the entire world. Now we're a laughing stock. All because that idiot in the White House and the administration, his administration. It's just it's just like you you're up on a roller coaster and all of a sudden you're down in the shithole. Well guess what? Up into the shithole. Hey, hey, Captain. Go ahead. <clears throat> well before I before I get to Mike, let me uh point out a comment from uh, Cherokee Rose here. Uh, watching on Twitch. Uh, a couple of comments, actually. I can get to them without scrolling through them. Uh, how, un- how un-American is that? Surveillance of military personnel. I thought Biden treated our military badly, but Biden is clearly going to be worse. Oh, yeah. You think? <laughs> My dear... <laughs> Who do you think, who was the alleged vice president under Obama? Need I say more? Mike, your thoughts. Mike? Oh, yeah, I mean, if you want to, this this, is, these people just, again, I just don't get it. I guess we're I guess we're but we're not meant to get it, you know. You got this stuff going on, and it's like, what don't they get? Why can't they get it through their their skulls that none of the stuff they're doing is good? But then again, we're talking about. You know, we're talking about all these people before and how they don't get things. And I just, it just flummoxes me all the time to know that 
America feels that some of these people can get into office and make these poor decisions. George? Yeah, it's it's mind-blowing. It really is. Uh, because, guys, let's face the reality here. Um, okay, you, you want to you weed out possible extremists from the military. Fine. But don't do it compromising freedom of speech. There are other ways of doing it. Plant, plant, a, 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 plant an NCO in, in amongst them. I'm sure that extremists do talk amongst themselves even in the military. And if they can get somebody in there who can act like he, he or she is kind of with them, if you catch my drift, they could, cap, they could catch the, the person and or persons for, uh, for their extremist views, report them accordingly, and send it up through the chain of command the proper way. But here's the problem. The Pentagon's not looking to do that. They're not looking to do that at all. Because Biden wants them weeded out quickly by the looks of it. And he doesn't care if they're, if they're actually extremists or not. Because what's going to happen here? Okay? Um, it's like, Germ- like Mike German said. You know, in, in respects to using keywords to monitor social media isn't just an unnecessary privacy invasion. <clears throat> it is a flawed strategy that is a flawed strategy. And he went on and when he said it will undoubtedly produce a flood of false positives that will waste security resources and undermine morale without identifying the real problem, he wasn't kidding. And he's right. Because what's gonna happen? There's going to be a bunch of false positives. They could nail somebody for saying just one, for saying something that one word could identify them as an extremist where it's totally innocuous. It's totally innocent and has no extremist connection whatsoever. So that those false positives could get a soldier dishonorably discharged. Okay, and that could impact on morale. So the Biden dictatorship, along with the Pentagon, are making a serious mistake. A very serious mistake. All right, I got one final story I want to throw at you guys for the night. And then we'll go to our final thoughts. Um, Hang on a second here while I, there we go. Mitch McConnell came out, comes out against creating January 6th commission. And we've been hearing a lot about, the, about this commission that, that the Democrats want to put together. Uh, problem? If the Republicans aren't on board with it, there's a reason. Well, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell announced his opposition on Wednesday to a measure that would create an independent commission to investigate the January 6th assault on the U.S. Capitol, saying Democrats had handled the proposal in partisan bad faith. McConnell's announcement coming just days after saying he was undecided on House Democrats' legislation to establish the commission 
casts further doubt on whether Congress can come to agreement on an independent probe. McConnell's position is in line with those of President Donald Trump and House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy. McConnell said there are multiple law enforcement investigations of the riot that have resulted in arrests and no shortage of robust investigations by the Justice Department and congressional committees. Ooh, excuse me. The facts have come out and they'll continue to come out, he said, on the Senate floor. Now, the FBI is continually tweeting, as I've said before, asking for people to identify photographs that they tweet out of people involved in the Capitol Hill situation. It has been said on this broadcast multiple times, and we, many of us will stand by our statements. I know I stand by mine. I cannot speak for anyone else, but I stand by my statement that it was not Trump supporters involved because the Trump supporters were still at the rally listening to Donald Trump at the time the, the rioting was going on. That searching it out, I found video and still images of Antifa slash BLM people putting on Trump shirts, Trump hats, carrying Trump flags, and pretending yeah. to be Trump supporters. Add insult to injury. What happened to Ashley Babbitt? was a tragedy. She was unarmed. Wearing an American flag, she had no intent, no evil intentions of any kind, and yet she was shot and killed by a Capitol Hill police officer who was obviously cleared of any wrongdoing without any kind of real investigation. This is nothing more than a, a despicable witch hunt against those who support Donald Trump. And that's all it has ever been. So my hat's off to Mitch McConnell for, for opposing this uh, commission because it's, it's more, it's, it would be more partisan than bipartisan. And the bottom line is, sorry, folks, but y'all, y'all, y'all have to get your heads out of your asses. I'm talking to the Democrats. And start actually listening rather than saying we know this we know this is true this is this is these are the facts and that's all there is to it kind of attitude all right guys mike on on this one let me start with you and uh find out what you have to say on it the problem with the democrats getting their heads out of their asses george is they don't want to do it they live that way they live with their heads up their own asses, you know, and you can't really tell where the head where the head begins and where the ass ends, you know. So I mean, really. So, and that's 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 just what it is. And on this issue, you cannot do this. These people. Or in most cases, uh, these these kids are going into or volunteering to go off and defend the ideals 
of the Constitution, right? And this is not the one of the ideals of the Constitution. Freedom of speech. Yeah, you want you don't want you know you don't want a neo-Nazi skinhead, uh, a group of neo-Nazi skinheads as a platoon in in the army or the air, uh, or the or marines or whatever. You know, you don't want that. But this is like you said, George. This is just nothing but a partisan witch hunt, and it's anything, anything that can be tied to President Trump in their minds. Anything that can be tied to President Trump, it and it's bad. They're gonna try and do it, and everything. And Lord knows that. Nothing's been successful as of yet. Now, now, will will something eventually be successful? Probably not, but we can only hope. You know, and that's that's where that's where they're coming from. They're looking for anything, anything. You know, oh, we're racist. Oh, this. Oh, that. You know, they're they're looking to be able to. Uh, basically, this whole situation, this this t- uh, one six or whatever they call it, commission, is nothing more than a kangaroo, another kangaroo court, and that's all it is. Back to you, George. All right, Mike and Mike, stay with us because uh, at the conclusion of uh, Gunslinger's final uh, his his comments. You're both going to have an opportunity to render final thoughts on uh, on what we've talked about tonight. So don't go away just yet. Gunslinger, you're up next. Well, it's just pretty simple. I mean, it's it's it's, it's plain and simple. As long as the like he said, the, the Democrats their ass, they're not going to get nothing done. They're useless. Okay. I mean, this just seems like that's where they've always been because they don't do nothing. They don't try to accomplish anything, and when they do it, they fuck it all up. They're a total fuck-up, fuck-up. You know, it's just like Meathead on All in the Family. Remember remember that show? They're just a fucking Meathead, is all they are. Okay? Stupid, not no good for nothing, uh, dipshits, hypocrites, I mean, the list goes on. Okay? And I don't know, I don't see them ever changing. Okay? I mean, I don't, with all the shit they've done in the past four years with, with Trump, doing everything conceivable, including lying, I might add, okay, remember they're liars, to try to get him out of there, it all failed, obviously, but they continue to do it, even even now Trump's not even in the office now, which he should have legally been, they're still trying to keep him away from there, that only proves that they're scared. They may have their ass, their heads up their ass, but that means that they're 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 trembling. They're scared to death that in 2024 that he might get back in there, unless they pull some shenanigans, which they probably will. It in the past, history has a bad habit of repeating itself. Okay, that's 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 true. That's a fact. Okay, so we'll have to see what happens in 2024. Okay, uh, based upon right now, it's. 
it's a fair assessment that they'll fucking cheat. They cheated this time, didn't they? I mean, anybody that don't believe that they didn't cheat this time, you better go back to school because you miss them because you sat in the corner jacking off. Okay? You definitely miss them. And they cheated this time. We all know they did. Okay? I don't need to see any more evidence. I've seen enough fucking evidence. Okay? They cheated. Okay? And if they cheated once, they'll cheat again because if you're a cheater, you're always a cheater. Go ahead. Well, no doubt in my mind on that one. Before we go to final thoughts, I just want to uh, read a quick article here from the New York Post. Apparently, Jill Biden is saying that Harris should go fuck herself for debate attack on Joe. Oh, what does this? What what is this? Is there is there uh, is there uh, disharmony in in the you know, in the White House? Well, apparently, Kamala Joe Biden Harris. said Kamala Harris should go fuck herself after famously questioning her husband's record on race during a Democratic primary debate, according to a new report. Now, the future first lady fumed to supporters after Harris, who is now Biden's so-called vice, slammed his record opposing federally mandated interracial busing to desegregated schools. To desegregate schools, sorry. That little girl was me, Harris told Biden in one of the most cutting moments of the Democratic primary. Jill Biden vented one week later on a group phone call with supporters, according to an account published by Politico. Damn it. With what he, with what he cares about, what he fights for, what he's committed to, you get up there and you call him a racist without basis? Go fuck yourself, Jill Biden allegedly said. Joe Biden was furious about the attack. While still on stage during the debate, Biden allegedly turned to fellow candidate Pete Buttigieg and said of Harris' attack, that was some fucking bullshit. Buttigieg is currently Biden's transportation secretary. Now, Biden and Harris have worked closely together since taking office in January. Biden has referred to himself as a traditional alleged president, and the administration has taken pains to brand initiatives as the work of the Biden-Harris administration. Now, Harris is the first African-American alleged vice president, and her position on the Democratic ticket helped blunt left-wing attacks on Biden for his history on race, including warm words with segregationists and Biden authored crime bills in the 1980s and 90s that disproportionately jailed black people for drugs. Harris' office did not immediately respond to a request for comment from the New York Post. Michael Rosa, a spokesman for Jill Biden, said many books will be written about on the 2020 campaign with countless retellings of events, some accurate, some inaccurate. The First Lady and her team do not plan to comment on any of them. 
well, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but... <laughs> I, 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 this, this, hap- this was happening during the debates leading up to the November election of 2020. Uh, if Jill Biden said Harris should go fuck herself because Harris went and, de- and, and attacked her hubby because of his racist ways... I'm not going to lose any sleep over that. Too bad. They were they were battling to be to see who would get the nomination at the time. So Jill Biden, grow up. You're supposed to be a sophisticated woman, an educated woman. Lowering and lowering yourself to say she should go that that Harris should go fuck herself. Well, she probably does. She probably has more phalluses than than Carter's got liver pills in a bottle. So there you go. All right. So on to final thoughts we go. Mike, I want to get your final thoughts first, and then I'll get gunslingers, and then I'll render mine. So Mike, begin this. Begin well, with your final with your final thoughts. Well, you're you're absolutely right, George. And hell. Hell, who's to say that uh, that when she it, allegedly, if she said that to her, that uh, that knowing knowing how Democrats think about that stuff, uh, Harris might have said, oh, "Okay, let me go in my room and grab whatever I can grab and do it." You know, hell, you know, give me, let me have some fun, you know. That type of stuff, but yeah. And as far as you know, uh, as far as what's happening now and how left the Democratic Party is, and this is going back to what I said earlier about my governor. You know, at one point was hey, to run your, for watch president. Background noise. Uh, about yeah, my ahead, president. About my. Uh, Governor wanting to run for president, the governor of Louisiana wanting to run for president. Well, with the way that the Democratic Party is currently set up and how left it is, it's not going to happen for a guy like that because there's just too left. They're just too far left for him. Now he's not going to run as he wasn't running as a Republican. But he's not going to get the Democratic nomination, and nobody like that is because, and nobody, nobody that's your old school, basically your old school Southern type Democrat, isn't isn't good, and that's sad. I mean, I mean that's sad because there are a lot more of the old school Southern Democrats than people think there are, and. Those guys just don't have a shot. They they don't, you know, and that's sad. George. All right, Gunslinger, your final thoughts for the evening, my friend. Well, you know, it's just the same thing. You know, it's just you better watch out, you know, because like I said, uh, history has a bad habit of repeating itself. Okay, it's been proven. It's been proven throughout the centuries. And this is this century is no different from any of the others. Uh, it will repeat itself eventually. Okay, so you know 
we'll see what happens. But, you know, the evidence is presenting to itself, you know, you don't get caught. I mean, if when you get caught, it doesn't matter. If you don't get your hand slapped, well, you don't, you don't do it again. That's human nature. I can't change human nature. I wish I could, <laughs> but I can't change it. But it's proven, and you ask any psychologist, that if, they, if you're allowed to get away with it once, you will try it again. I mean, look at criminals. I mean, if, if, if they never got away with criminality, then we wouldn't have criminals, would we? Because they would know that they couldn't get away with their criminals, stealing, robbing, whatever. But since we just slap them on the wrist a little bit when they're caught, okay, well, what about all the other ones that are not caught? They just repeat, 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 doing it again. Until no end. Catch you later. All right. Well, in my final thoughts, yeah, if we, I've often said if we do not learn from the mistakes of the past, we are doomed to repeat them in our future. But I have a sneaking suspicion that with all the evidence that's come out and now with what's happened in Pennsylvania in a primary, I don't think the Democrats are going to be too willing to try it again. They're, 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 there's too much coming out. And if it's happening in a primary – Somebody is going to be sitting there going, maybe we shouldn't do this again. And hopefully they are smart enough to realize they've been caught. They may not have gotten their hands slapped, but they got caught, and they know it. And they know that twice, twice burned is twice where you better fucking learn. Um, as far as in regards to the, uh, the open carry... In the state of in South Carolina, way to go, South Carolina, way to go. Louisiana, hopefully the governor there signs the open carry there. I'm 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 hoping he does. And uh, you know, it, it it should be that way. And this should be a lesson to Democrat governors who are imposing draconian anti-gun laws, like here in New York, like in California. This should be a lesson to you assholes. The time has come to stop hurting legal gun owners and start realizing that it's the illegal guns that are the problem. So if you go after all these gun sales, like I've been saying right along, you go after the illegal gun sales. You put money into law enforcement's hands to put task forces together and go after the illegal gun sales. I'll, I'll lay a 10 to 1 odds. The, the number of mass shootings will decrease. Okay? So to South Carolina, once again, major, major thank you. I'm sure the people of, this, of your state, uh, Governor, are extremely excited over the open carry. And finally, in regards to uh, that last item I read just moments ago, uh, Cherokee Rose said on Twitch, infighting, hilarious. And yes, it's infighting. It is hilarious because <laughs> I'm willing to bet dollars to donuts. Old Kamala Cameltoe, the hoe Harris, probably saw this article from the New York Post and is sitting there going, son of a bitch, she said, go fuck yourself to me 
about me. There's going to be a battle. I can see it. We may not hear about it, but there's going to be a there's going to be cat fighting. I'd sell tickets to that shit if I could. But uh, there you go. And that'll do it for this edition of Firefox News Online for this week. I'm George Sinzer, and for the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. Cherokee Rose, Iggy Mom, Mike from Louisiana, and Gunslinger, and all of you watching and listening wherever you are, and all, of course, all of you by archives. Thanks for tuning in tonight and joining me. We will be back on Monday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central, and 7 Pacific Time on the multiple broadcasting platforms used by the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. You all be good, and if you can't be good, be careful. And if you can't be careful, please, for the love of God, do not name it after me. That's all I ask. And on that note, it is time to put this puppy to bed. And so, good night from Firefox News Online headquarters in New York.